On today's episode of Locked On Oilers, we continue our countdown of the top 10 Edmonton Oilers prospects within the organization from 7 to 5. And these ones are pretty new names. We will talk about that and so much more on today's episode of Locked On Oilers. Your Locked On Oilers, your daily podcast on the Edmonton Oilers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Oilers podcast. I'm your host and former Oilers game day producer, Brett Holden. As mentioned on today's episode, we are going to be going through the 7th, 6th, and 5th best prospects within the Edmonton Oilers organization. So who are they? Number 10 was Raphael Lavoie. Number 9 was uh, uh, Dmitry Samarukov. I almost forgot who it was. They're my own rankings. Number 8 was Tyler Tulio. So who will be 7th, 6th, and 5th? We will talk about that and so much more on today's episode of Locked On Oilers. Plus, today's episode of Locked On Oilers is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and bets than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. I also want to thank you so much for making Locked On Oilers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you find your podcast, your team every day. Thank you to the Locked On Network. Let's get into the seventh best Edmonton Oilers prospect. And this Edmonton Oilers prospect is a local product. He's from St. Albert, Alberta. His brother was just selected in the NHL draft this year as well. The Edmonton Oilers selected this guy in the fourth round of the one at 100th overall in the 2020 NHL draft. So who is he? He scored the game-winning goal in the semifinals of the college in the Frozen Four against Edmonton Oilers, also prospect Ryan Fanti. He won the Frozen Four with the University of Denver, and that is Carter Savoy. Yes, quite the resume already for Carter Savoy, and I haven't even talked about his stats yet. Carter Savoy was selected, as mentioned, 100th overall by the Edmonton Oilers in 2020. That is the fourth round. And as my father said when the Oilers drafted Savoy, he's, I've never seen you so excited over a 100th overall pick before. There's a reason why. Because not very many fourth round picks, 100th overall selections in their final year of major junior hockey. Well, he's, he did go on to the NCAA, but he played a couple years at junior A, I should say, with the uh, Sherwood Park Crusaders. And I got a lot of exposure to Carter Savoy, a lot of uh, behind the scenes with Carter Savoy. I've uh, been around the Sherwood Park Crusaders organization over the last couple of years. Since Savoy and his good friend uh, Michael Benning, have you ever heard of his brother Matthew, uh, uh, were around the Sherwood Park Crusaders and him and Michael Benning just tore it up with the Crusaders. In their final year with the Crusaders, Carter Savoy played 54 games, had 53 goals, 46 assists, good for 99 points in 54 games. What? 
Him and Michael Benning would go on to get, uh, I believe uh, Carter Savoy got Player of the Year in the AJHL, and Michael Benning got Defenseman of the Year that year in the AJHL. Also, that year was also the year the Edmonton Oilers drafted Dylan Holloway, and Dylan Holloway was also in the AJ that year. Just to give you a little bit of a taste of how competitive that league was that year. I mean, it wasn't also the year of Kale McCarr, but since then, people have really noticed how important the AJHL is. And Carter Savoy lit the AJHL on fire. Yes, he's five foot nine, 192 pounds, but he's a big boy while also being five foot nine. As mentioned, he's 192 pounds. That is much bigger, weirdly enough. Well, not much bigger, but is bigger than Dmitry Samarukov, who is standing. At six foot three, 188 pounds. Carter Zavoy is packing some heat. He's got some thickness to him. And he can skate as well. And he can play hard. He's a shooter first and foremost. And if you've seen this kid shoot, oh my goodness. He displayed his shooting ability at the Billy Moore's Cup this past year. And oh my, is it deadly. And it can only get better. He's only 20 years old. He's going to be playing his first full season as a pro in Bakersfield next year. After his season with uh, the University of Denver, which, as mentioned, he won the national title with, scoring the game winner, if I'm not mistaken, in that championship game, and also in the semifinal against the goaltender the Edmonton Oilers ended up signing in Ryan Fanti. And Ryan Fanti has been pretty solid over his uh, short time as an Edmonton Oilers prospect, but still an Edmonton Oilers prospect nonetheless. But Carter Savoy just has that clutch gene in him. He's just able to shoot the puck from anywhere, score from anywhere. That's a major thing. There's a big difference from being able to put on good, solid shots, effective shots from anywhere, and being able to score from anywhere. And Carter Savoy can score from anywhere. That is terrifying. That is exciting. All at the same time. Carter Savoy, he again, I mentioned, he may be small. He, he doesn't necessarily bring the defensive standards uh, uh, to his game. He can bring the puck up through the neutral zone or, or carry the puck, really. But he likes to shoot the puck. As mentioned, he's small but big, and he's a clutch goal scorer. The Edmonton Oilers need a guy like him who can just go out there and score at will. In his final year at uh, the University of Denver in the NCAA, who also, he went down there with Michael Benning as well, who Michael Benning is a Florida Panthers draft pick too, went to only a couple picks before uh, Savoy as well. They've been best friends basically their whole lives, and you've seen uh, even into the NHL draft, they weren't there were maybe like five selections in between them. But uh, in their final year at uh, uh, the University of Denver in the NCAA, 39 games played for Savoy, 23 goals, 22 assists, 
45 points. The thing that you see with Carter Savoy is consistency, not only in the goal column, but also can throw up a couple assists as well. Let's look at his goal and assist tallies over the last four years. 31 goals, 42 assists, more goals and assists in that first year. Uh, 53 goals to 46 assists uh, in his second year in the AJ. Then in his first year in NCAA, not the best of years for him. 13 goals, 7 assists for them for him. And then in his final year, 23 goals, 22 assists. Very consistent at producing offensively the thing will be also shaping his game into a more well-rounded game and that is why he's only at seven i know i just raved about a number seven uh here and a 100th overall pick but again he's still five foot nine 192 pounds which is pretty impressive can he still skate? Can he, he produce and develop his game into a professional uh, uh, atmosphere? We shall see. Uh, a very exciting name to watch out for within the Edmonton Oilers organization. Carter Savoy is our seventh best Edmonton Oiler prospect. And a lot of people I know right now are going, oh, hold on, the seventh best? Who's sixth and fifth? And like, who are we talking about here? Sixth is my favorite prospect within the Edmonton Oilers organization. Now, if you've been, uh, I mentioned him last week in one of our episodes. I've mentioned him here and there uh, over the last month or a few months or so. This guy is going to be the guy that a lot of people are looking at the draft in 2020 or 2021, 2021 and going, wow, the Edmonton Oilers got him there. Yeah. Yeah, we will talk about him in just a second, but first, I want to tell you about our partners over at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for all odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, golf even. I was looking at some of the sports that they have. They they say like Major League Baseball just like entice you. I'm telling you, you can do Mexican League Baseball. You can do the Korean League as well. They have so many different leagues that you're like, oh my goodness. There are lines for this? Yeah, there are, and they are at Bet Online. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action and learn about what is happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. Alrighty, as mentioned, we are going to my favorite Edmonton Oilers prospect. And I'm not biased. I'm not going to put him at number one and go, he's he's the one. He's the one. I I, I get it. I, I understand who, who should be at the top and who shouldn't. But this guy is somebody you need to look out for. He's been talked about in circles for a little bit and has really been talked about mostly internally within the organization. When the Edmonton Oilers picked him last year in the 2021 draft at 90th overall, basically everybody, including myself, went, who? 
Because like I said, I'm, I normally go uh, uh, upwards of 200 prospects deep into the NHL draft. And even I went, who is this guy? But now he's my favorite. <laughs> now I understand why the Edmonton Oilers selected. 90th overall pick in the 2021 NHL draft. The Edmonton Oilers selected Luca Munzenberger, a big German defenseman. That's a defenseman for uh, the Edmonton Oilers. Luca Munzenberger, as mentioned over the last numerous episodes and today as well, is my favorite Edmonton Oilers prospect because he brings stuff that no other prospect brings. And not only within the, the Oilers organization, I mean around the league. You don't see defensemen like Luka Munzenberger all the time. But you should. Now, I say that despite his offensive quote-unquote threat being quite uh, non-existent. Last year at the University of Vermont in 32 games, zero goals, three assists, three points. And then in uh, Germany as well in the season before, six games played before the COVID uh, hit, one goal, two assists, good for three points. And then again, COVID hit, didn't have uh, uh, really much of an 18-year-old season but the thing about Luka Munzenberger is that that is not his strength. His strength is shutting down the opposition. And boy, does he do it well. Oh my, does he do it well. I have never seen a 17, 18, 19-year-old prospect move and think and play the way Luka Munzenberger does in his own zone. In his own zone. That is the thing. A lot of people tend to just sit there and go, oh, hey, a hockey player needs to do well in all zones. They need to do well in offensive zone, defensive zone, neutral zone, whatever. Fair enough. That is the, the absolute dream of a hockey player, and you're not going to get that. But you very rarely, if ever, see a prospect that just excels like Luka Munzenberger does in the defensive zone. And this was the biggest knock for me for the top defenseman, or arguably one of the top defensemen in this year's recent NHL draft, and Kevin Korchinski. Man, does Korchinski have all the offensive upside in the world. All the offensive upside in the world. Oh my goodness, the stuff the guy can do with the puck is unbelievable. Defensive work rate just wasn't there for me, and I just was not a big fan of it. Flip side for Luca Munzenberger. The guy is big. He's six foot two, a hundred and ninety pounds. I can guarantee you, it's probably closer to six four by now. Uh, he might get up to one ninety five. I don't think he's two hundred yet, but he will at some point uh, again. But that that also goes along with whether or not if you do get bigger or heavier, can your foot speed continue to be where it was and also where it got you drafted. The thing with Luka Munzenberger, as again mentioned, is his ranginess. He's big, he's long, he can really get the puck and separate defenders from, or uh, attackers, excuse me, from the puck, get it off their stick. He just plays physical. As Todd Woodcroft says, yes, Todd Woodcroft. Todd Woodcroft is the coach of the University of Vermont. 
who obviously Todd Woodcroft is Jay's brother, and the University of Vermont is where Luca Munzenberger plays. So, the Edmonton Oilers are getting a lot of eyes and a lot of input from and to Luca Munzenberger. Now, is that allowed or whatever? It may be what it is. But the Edmonton Oilers have this resource to be able to closely watch and develop Luca Munzenberger into the player they want him to be. Through philosophies, through communication, through this, that, and the other thing. And that's very important. Now, what Todd Woodcroft says about Luca Munzenberger is important. Luca Munzenberger is on the University of Vermont's top uh, pairing. Why? Is he producing points like a, a top pairing defenseman would? Not necessarily. Well, not at all, I should say. But he's their top shutdown defenseman. He's even said guys in the NCAA have realized who Luka Munzenberger is, how effective he is, and have started to give him space because if they don't, Luka Munzenberger is going to separate them from the puck and it's either going to be with a nice smooth sticks play or he's going to rock them and he's going to hit them hard. That's exciting. There are numerous ways for Luka Munzenberger to separate guys from the puck and he's willing to do it. That's what I just, I, my blood gets pumping for a guy like him. And Tyler Wright, the Edmonton Oilers, ahead of scouting, said he is a win-at-all-costs type player. <gasps> Come on! That's what I'm talking about. That, they, for so long, the Edmonton Oilers have just picked basically the best at the position available. They didn't, their scouting department seemed to really not do a lot of scouting. All the power to guys like William Legison and Riley Nash. I'm the second time I mentioned Riley Nash in this series. Uh, uh, a whole bunch of guys. Mitch Moraz, Cameron Abney. I can go on Kyle Bigos, uh, uh, Troy Hesketh. I can go on, truly. I can keep going. Um, but now the Edmonton Oilers have a scouting department that just sees things in guys that isn't on ice intangibles. It's off the ice. The Edmonton Oilers love guys who are athletes, who just want to go out there and play hockey. Look at Xavier, or as uh, somebody in the comments really uh, rudely put, it's Xavier Borgo. Uh, as uh, Xavier Borgo uh, clearly says, er, has, I should say, is the rink rat type field that just the guy who wants to come in and play hockey and be the best he can possibly be at the sport. And that's what Luka Munzenberger is. That's what the Edmonton Oilers have in Luka Munzenberger. I'm excited about Luka Munzenberger, people. He, he is going to be a fantastic player for the Edmonton Oilers. I will near guarantee it, and if he doesn't, then you can come after me. I'm sorry about it. But uh, that was Luka Munzenberger, the sixth best prospect in the Edmonton Oilers organization. So who is number five? Number five, I think will be the steal of the 2021 NHL draft. You don't see talents like this go in the sixth round too often. There were reasons why, but if the, anybody waited just a year later, this guy probably should have went in the first round. 
He's that good. We will talk about him in just a second, but first, I just want to thank you for making Locked On Oilers your first listen every day. For your second listen, after you figure out or hear about this absolute steal the Edmonton Oilers managed to uh, make, make sure you tune in to Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a thirty daily 30-minute 30 podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world with Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. As I reach over for my notes of this absolute steal as I beat the heck out of my microphone once again, this steal by the Edmonton Oilers may be the the reason why I have so much faith in the Edmonton Oilers scouting staff right now. What if I told you this guy last year scored 40 goals, 50 assists, and 90 points, was one of the top scorers in the OHL, in the Ontario Hockey League, and then in the playoffs would go on in 13 games to have two goals, eight assists, 10 points as well. What if I told you that kid was also only 19 and is still only getting better? You would probably say, oh, Brett, that sounds like a surefire at least second-round pick, if not first-rounder. I'd look at you and go, ha dang, you are most certainly wrong, but I would probably agree with you. Because this guy was selected a criminal sixth round, 180th overall, by the Edmonton Oilers in 2021. That guy is Matt Faye Petroff. Yes, Matt Vey Petrov last year with the, uh, I almost want to call them the Brampton Battalion, but it's the North Bay Battalion now, had a heck of a season. That does That is an understatement for the season that he had. As mentioned, 40 goals, 50 assists, 90 points in 63 games, and that was his first season in the OHL. What can he do next year? As an encore. Now you're you're sitting, you have to be sitting there going, why? Why why did the Edmonton Oilers get him in the sixth round? There has to be something that just they're 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 there's something wrong with him if the Edmonton Oilers got something like this in the sixth round. I hear you barking big dog, but you know what it was? Because Matvey Petrov is Russian and they weren't uh, a lot of teams were not sure at the time whether or not Matvey Petrov would make his way to North America and play. Well, <laughs> only a couple weeks later, Matvey Petrov proved everybody wrong except for the Edmonton Oilers selecting him in the sixth round as he went first overall, or one of the higher picks, I believe he was first overall, in the CHL import draft to the North Bay Battalion. And then, guess what happened that year? 40 goals, 50 assists, 90 points, and that was only his first full season in North America. If you listen to Matt Petrov during the uh, uh, development camp, he was very adamant on playing in Canada and being able to play just hockey. That's all he wants. A lot. The, there was a question that came to him because he did go home to Russia over the offseason. I believe he's already back by now. Uh, but he did go back to Russia, and some of the questions were, are you concerned about 
not being able to come back. And like he said, my number one thing is playing in Canada next year. He's a mature kid at 19 years old. He knows what he wants. He is very motivated to be an NHLer, not only a hockey player within Canada, but to be an NHLer. He has great speed. He has. Uh, I'm, I mentioned Carter Savoy's shot. Oh, 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 you should see Matvey Petrov's shot. My goodness, can this kid shoot the puck? It is terrifying what this kid can do. And the Edmonton Oilers got him in the sixth round at 180 overall. Now, the year before, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people again are going, well, okay, so he did that in the CHL. What did he what did he do the year before? Well, in Russia, in the MHL, which is the Russian equivalent to the CHL, 58 games played for him there, 22 goals, 20 assists, 42 points. The kid just attacks open ice, gets into shooting lanes and shoots the puck well, man. He's six foot two, 179 pounds at the age of 19. He's probably going to get bigger and heavier and stronger. He will probably get faster. He will probably have a better shot, which is scary in itself. And the Edmonton Oilers got a 40 goal scorer in the sixth round. Now, this may be the low-hanging fruit, and I don't really like to make comparisons for hockey players, for for prospects at least, uh, uh, in their youth, I guess. I I, I just don't like it. Because you see, even with a Tyler Tulio, if you take a look at how he plays on the ice and you take a look at his numbers, you'd probably go, hmm, okay, this is kind of a, hmm... Uh, not even a Brendan Gallagher type because he's putting up a lot of very good numbers. Kind of a Braden Point type in in uh, uh, Tyler Tulio. But then you take a look. The Edmonton Oilers want him to be a bottom six type guy. And Braden Point isn't that. So that is why I don't like making comparisons. However, maybe I'll make an exception here. But maybe I'll just mention this name. It's not necessarily the play on the ice that reminds me of this guy, but it's more of the situation. The play on the ice is kind of similar. This kid does have... Matvey Petrov has hands as well. He can just find open space, whether that's without the puck or with the puck. He really engages in stick play as well, just like uh, Carter Savoy too. Carter Savoy and Matvey Petrov are fantastic with sticks and lanes. But Matvey Petrov's case kind of reminds me of a Pavel Datsuk. Yes, I know, I know, I know, I know. I hear a lot of people go, shut up, kid. Like, he's one of the best players ever to play. Like, I get it. I understand. I hear you barking, big dog. But take a look at the Pavel Datsuk situation. The, uh, the Detroit Red Wings got him very, very late in the draft because they weren't sure whether or not he would make the jump to North America. Well, he did, and take a look what happened since. Pretty good hockey player and one of the best players, most influential players over the last generation. I'm not saying Matvey Petrov will, but it's very similar for Kenny Holland to Pavel Datsuk. The fifth best prospect within the Edmonton Oilers organization right now Matt Vay Petrov. So to recap today's episode, the seventh best prospect is Carter Savoy. The uh, sixth best prospect is Luca Munzenberger. And the fifth best prospect 
is Matt Vepetrov. Include them with the 10th best in Raphael Lavoie, 9th best in Dmitry Samarukov, and 8th best in Tyler Tulio. Man, the Edmonton Oilers have a prospect pool to be scared about. Tomorrow, or not tomorrow, I guess we're only going three days a week now, so on Wednesday we will count down 4th, 3rd, and 2nd. You know what? No. We won't go into 2nd. What we're going to do, we're going to do 4th, we're going to do 3rd, but then we are going to talk about our honorable mentions as well. And then on Friday we will talk about number 2 and number 1 best prospects within the Edmonton Oilers organization and then we will have a full summary then but until then we will marinate and sit I want you to let me know what you think of my ranking so far who am I missing who should be higher who should be lower let me know either way I hope you have a wonderful Monday I hope you let this Monday be the start of a wonderful week stay safe don't do anything I wouldn't do When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com podcast. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said. Done.